I'm Dr. Ben Rall. Do you know where the most amazing doctor lives? You may be surprised to learn that it's actually right inside of you. Yet, today's healthcare model is built on a foundation that the greatest doctor instead comes in the form of pills, potions, lotions, even surgery. So listen in, because what if the majority of what you have been told about health and healing is not only wrong, but actually harmful to you? One thing is for sure, when you work with your body and not against it, you'll begin to discover that you are in fact designed to heal. Welcome back to Design to Heal. I am Average Jeff here with Dr. Ben, and uh, I, I don't know, Ben. We don't have any friends today. Nobody's nobody's calling in. Nobody's on the show. We're going we're going old school. <laughs> no friends. You know, which funny. we like. You no, know, actually, that's that's the inception of the show. I mean, it was it was you know, I mean, it wasn't too long before we started that we we started getting some amazing guests and everything. We often have that, and it's yeah. you know, most of the times we're recording, it's like okay, this is one on this hour and the next hour. But today, we just get to hang out and talk and just. Yeah, to our roots. that is how it started, right? Mm -hmm. I a, actually, we did an event last night at our office, a nutrition yeah. event, and a, a listener or somebody that likes the show came up to me afterwards. He said, hey, man, I was, uh, I was listening to you guys the other day. He says, because there was some episode where I said a six-pack of whiskey, okay, about something, <laughs> and they've been teasing me about it. Like, are you that much of a dork, like a six-pack of whiskey? Yeah, but I think in South Dakota, they sell it like that, right? <laughs> so he came up. He goes, hey, man, you, you and Jeff, he goes, you guys are kind of funny lately. Like, are you guys having a six-pack of whiskey again? And he was kind of laughing. So I think that was his way of saying that he enjoys it. But but yeah, I think, you know, today, Jeff, I was talking to my wife. A lot of times, that's what I do. I think about what's going on with my patients. I think yeah. about experiences I've had or things yeah. I've read or things I've seen just in the last X amount of time. And then we mm -hmm. talk about our articles we're sharing and reading. Mm -hmm. So today, we might be one of those might feel a little bit like a, a schizophrenia or something like that, right? We'll probably just be jumping around on different topics. It's almost like a like a casserole of yeah, or something like yeah, that. So yeah. it might be all over the place. But yeah. I want to before we start, I want to share a story um, that happened to me uh, with you know last week, mm. and um, and really just maybe just as I'm processing it and sharing it. But I, I have had a couple of thoughts about it, and and um, and so I'll just share it. So about a, a week ago, it was a Thursday morning, and I generally uh, an early guy. And so I'm, I'm up and then in my neighborhood, it's, it's about six o'clock in Florida. It's still darkish. Like it's, you know, it's dawn. Some you know, so you kind of see some stuff you kind of camp. So I'm out yeah. on this kind of run walk and, and I'm, I'm just, I see something up ahead of me in the street and it doesn't, it's just like, you know, it's like not making sense. Like, what is that? Is it a, is it a bag? Is it a, you know, a jacket or something like that? So I'm, I kind of, well, start, as I get closer, it looks like, like a set of feet are, are in the street. And so I'm like, what's happened? So I take off running up there just thinking, thinking, of course, it won't be, but what is happening, yeah, right? Yeah. And right as I get there, it's actually a man in the street, a smaller guy, maybe, maybe in a small, like maybe 50, 50 year old Indian guy. And um, right about as I'm running up there, this, this other kind of young woman it comes up and she had saw him kind of, she said she saw him kind of like stumble and, and then, you know, could, you know, out of it and then falls in the street. So start doing CPR. And then she calls the ambulance, you know, calls 911, takes them, unfortunately, long to get time to get there, about 10 minutes. And so, you know, I have never had to do CPR before, right? Um, and there's a lot of things we could talk about on this. And I don't really, I don't really need to, this isn't the whole, whole of this show. Really, my main reason I would share this today is, you know, I, I highly doubt, um, and I don't know if he lived, honestly. I, I don't know if, if he did. I mean, um, if, uh, during that time, I, I got him to take a few breaths. There was a couple times where he's like, I thought he was coming back, you know, and you're just kind of, you're, you're just, <laughs> I wasn't really talking. I was yelling at him to, to just stay yeah. on this side yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 and hang in there. Um, but it didn't look like he was any longer with us. Mm -hmm. um, so 
I was a little messed up after that. Just, you know, get home, mm. talk to my wife about it. But, you know, I was, as I've just been processing it, um, I doubt that guy thought that as he left this morning, I'm assuming it was just a gentleman out on the walk and mm-hmm. from, from mm-hmm. my neighborhood. Um, I, I don't think he thought that was probably his, his last moments. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and if, and, and, and I pray that it wasn't, I just have, I don't know what, what happens with him. So I just say this today, as we talk about these issues and some of the things I think we'll dive into today, the future of where the world is heading. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like we mm-hmm. got some crazy times coming up. Like mm. I just encourage you. And it's a, the risk of it sounding just kind of cliche and like a bumper sticker, right? You know, you, you know, what would you do if you knew this was your last day? Mm. You know, what would you do if this was your last year? Those kinds mm. of things, mm. you know, um, you know, I've had a few people lately, they tell me they feel like they're going through a midlife crisis, you know, and they kind of laugh about it, but there's usually a thread of truth to that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, am I doing what I'm called to do? Have I, am I, yeah. am I living in fear? Am I, am I, whatever it is. Right. And so I would just, you know, outside of it's just very weird to come upon a, a person in the middle of the street <clears throat> and, and, and I've never experienced that before. And I, and many people haven't, thank goodness, I think, mm-hmm. but I think we just have to, um, just ask yourself, I pray you never come upon that, but ask yourself wh- where you're at, where are you at spiritually? Mm-hmm. Where are you at mm-hmm. with the Lord? Mm-hmm. Where are you at with your family? Where are you at with the call or the plans and purposes God has in your life? Well, who are you, who are you kind of not answering to, but just some self-reflection. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, um, we just, cause the reality is, we never, we never know. I've, yeah. I've recently, I feel like this is happening a lot in my life. I don't know why. And I'm certainly not the only one. I've just have a lot of people that lately they're losing people. They're mm-hmm. losing friends, cancer mm-hmm. and heart attacks and strokes. And, mm-hmm. uh, and it's weird. It's never, it's something I've never experienced to this, this degree. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, none of us are immune. We're all going to die. We don't mm-hmm. know when we're going to die. I mean, we're a faith-based wellness show. We certainly talk about things that I believe are helpful to your health and, 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 and vitality and mm-hmm. maybe even longevity. But regardless of all that, it's really just, you know, all we are promised is uh, today and maybe mm-hmm. not the end, right? We're sitting here on <laughs> the verge of a hurricane. We'll mm-hmm. see what happens. And we've been here long enough to know that, you know, sometimes it's worse than they say. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a nothing burger. Mm-hmm. We don't know. I hope it's okay for everybody that's in, in line of that. And if yeah. this is our last show we ever do, well, they'll probably never hear it because that was over. But are you, uh, we'll you going to sign off today with like good luck and Godspeed or something? <laughs> yeah. Like, like if you do that. I'm, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah we got to figure out how we end this thing someday. That's a good point. How do we, what's our final episode look oh, like maybe gosh. this is it maybe this is it so so it really i don't even oh, know yeah, if i if i want to talk about it it's just it's story maybe yeah. it's just me processing and, and sharing yeah. that with you but um mm. you know we're all going to face that time don't wait till that time you know get those things get those things right mm. um and and just spend some time in, in self-reflection i would encourage yeah. you to do that self self-inspection um through the lens of 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 of, of God. Yeah, I mean, through the yeah, lens of yeah. not just selfishly, maybe, but just yeah. like he, you know, if you believe that you were created, then you would want to talk to the creator about, mm-hmm. about what that looks like. Not just like, mm-hmm. you know, my vision board of what I want and when's mm-hmm. my, you know, my boat and my car and my, my new house. I, I don't, I don't think that any of us would really believe that that's the ultimate uh, happiness. Mm-hmm. So anyway, some thoughts there for me. Sorry to start the show off on that, on that note, if you will. Yeah. But, but, but I, I, you know, right away, that last thought that you just said there, you know, the house, the boat, the whatever, like that, I mean, that's sold as the dream, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, that's yeah. it, it, it wouldn't take you long of living in this world. You know, I've always I've always had this this sort of like goofy question. 
you know, if somebody was born into the world yesterday, I feel mm. like, what was that movie from like 30, I think it was like Encino Man or something. You ever see oh, that? You remember uh, that? I remember it, but I never, I don't think I ever saw it. I think, I think the guy He's was like, like a, a frozen prehistoric yeah, yeah, dude yeah, he wakes back up and, one day and, you know, essentially is in the 80s, I guess, right. at that point or whatever. What would it be like if somebody mm. did that in 2023? And, mm. You know, if they, all they had to look at was like our trends, maybe even just social media, if that was their window for learning about what the world was all about, you know, well, what would they learn? Well, but, well, but okay. I would, you're right, Jeff. And that's an extreme, not extreme. I mean, that's an interesting thought, but even take, I, I, you've heard this said like our founding father, founding fathers would be rolling over in their graves. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. or, um, you know, even from the perspective of like for Jesus, for example, if he were to come back right now and look at the church or look at what people are chasing or look what yeah. people are after. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think there would be, um, I think there'd be some concern. I think dramatic concern, mm-hmm. but but we mm-hmm. we we've almost. I mean, I'm reading another book. I'm reading a book, another one of uh, uh, Dr. Platt or uh, um, David Platt's books, and um, he's just sharing some. You know, he wrote the book Radical, and he's got yeah. another book out, and he has some interesting perspectives on that as well. So, you know, I think it's um. But but if you don't have a if you don't have a a guidepost or a perspective or a, or a, a comparison to look at, yeah. then you just get caught up in like like my wife and I were talking about the other day. Like remember when when technology really started kind of taking off? So I remember mm-hmm. I mean whenever that was, but I just remember like <laughs> we'll, ta- we'll define what was yeah. that the invention of the wheel? Was that you know the, I just you know, think it was the... like what I feel was like when computers started really coming into schools, yeah, like yeah, like yeah, personal yeah. computers, not mm-hmm. like playing Oregon Trail, you know, and and the, and the <laughs> one computer at the school on a floppy disk. Ben has typhoid. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Forge the river or whatever. <laughs> I always did like where whatever the one was where you just like could you went for it. And it was like I yeah, always died, yeah. you know. Well it was it uh, was a crapshoot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah There's no I don't know the algorithm. It was just Finn's wagon floated away and everybody died. Good I job, love the man. little hunting part, kill a deer, <laughs> nine hundred pounds of deer. You could take forty of it. So but, clearly you're not referring to that as the, the as the hallmark, the pinnacle but, of tech, even though right. it was great. You know? <laughs> but I remember this argument that came up and I was probably in that I think I was out of school by then, but but like, well, hey, you know what? Yes, I'm, I have some concerns about it, but it was generally some version of this. But hey, you know, our kids have to know how to live in the world. So we're going to X, Y, Z, you know, they got to be exposed to it so they can live in the world. I think we've now seen some of that journey and realized that there was a lot of unintended, unknown, uh, at least by us, consequences to that, that really ate a lot of their minds and their hearts that we go, yeah. oh, wow. I guess, sure, their thumbs are fast and they yeah, know how to yeah. search things. And, you know, we still have this weird, you know how, like, sometimes it'll happen to me and people in the office and their two-year-old's on a phone or something and they're like, isn't it crazy how good the kid can operate the phone? I said, I don't know if it's crazy. I think it's insane. Like, I don't think yeah. I don't think we celebrate that. We act like that's some sort of amazing skill that a kid can search Google at three. I don't I don't know why we would well, celebrate or, or sometimes that. people will say, like, you know, I, yeah, I got to get my kids this year because they're going to be so far behind. You know, yeah. like that's the other yeah. line that's and, often. And I think we've all seen now, like, I don't like not the case, right? Like I don't think there's yeah, anybody. I think AI is going to replace any tactile, C- kind of or whatever. Of, yeah, you know. it's like it never, it never came true. There isn't right. this just body of kids out there that are like, you know, since I don't have 48 social media accounts and I'm not on it 20 hours a day and I don't have a YouTube channel and I don't have this, I don't, I'm not even surviving in the world. It's more, but but then the kids out there, when you ask them, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like the number one job that they want to have is influencer. Well, you know, like what have we done to these kids? So we live in Florida, obviously, and Uh and they, they banned cell phones in schools this year. Okay. Really? Yeah. So there's not cell phones. And the parents haven't rioted in the streets? No, dude. So here's what's amazing. I take care of, you know, dozens more than that, probably, you know, I don't know, 50 teachers in my office. Yeah. And um, 
and probably more than that. And they're so I just love talking to them because it's always they're just different perspectives. Some in small schools, some in big schools, some are principals, some are whatever. And I, I've uh, so school just started recently, and I said, "Hey, how's it?" Because I had forgotten it too. I knew it passed, but I just forgot. I, as you're talking, I'm going to look this up because yeah. I'm like, "How yeah. did I not hear about this?" Are yeah. you kidding me? And so I was like, um, "I'm like, how, hey, how's the school year going?" And they're all, I mean, literally without an outlier, they're all like, "It's amazing." And I'm like, "Well, yeah." What? And they're like, "You know, there's no phones." And so, and I was like, is it, and I said the same thing to you. Has there been like a coup Have they, uh, marching in the streets? And she's like, no, it's been amazing. Like uh, she said, I haven't even caught a kid like cheating it yet and like bringing it in. And if they get it, they get, get, get confiscated. But I think, and Jeff, do you remember Social Dilemma? I think it was Social Dilemma, right? You know, that movie, Yeah. you know, that kind of started all of this yeah. for, for me yeah, at we least. We had Anna Lipke on and, here in the show. And so, do you remember yeah. there was a part, I think it was in that movie. It might've been Childhood 2.0, another great film, uh-huh. but they were at basically saying to the kids, like, if you could go back and they were like, if, if I could not have, oh yeah. Basically, I think a phone or or social. I don't remember what exactly yeah, it was. It might have been yeah, social media, but yeah, like, yeah. If if they're basically like, if nobody had it, I would be totally cool not having. It. Yeah. But it's like yeah. if I don't have it, then everybody has it, so then I can't really stay in touch. So yeah. it was kind of like if everybody will put them down, that would be awesome because it's destroying my life. Mm-hmm. Now, but if they're not, it just makes it a little bit more challenging, kind of a thing. So when I when I what's been really interesting that the just buy across, and I said, well, how are the kids doing? And and mm. and one of the teachers, I'm kind of paraphrasing, but she's like. I think they're really enjoying it, right? Because they just don't have to worry. They can rest. <laughs> they can, I mean, enjoying it. I mean, they're, they may that zoned out on some episode of Netflix they're watching during class. Yeah. But they don't have to worry about Ricky taping them next door or, or some photo of them oh, picking gosh, their nose. I hadn't or, even thought about that. Yeah. I just thought about the reality. You know what came to mind? The Dumb and Dumber line. Man, she actually talked to me, man. You know, <laughs> like, like yeah. I hadn't even thought about that. Th- that. Ben, that's a crazy thing, too. Because if you think about, like, do you ever get nervous? Are you ever in a public place where, like, somebody, I, mean, I know you go to rallies and stuff mm. a lot, so you probably don't care at yeah. that point. But, like, even when you're just, like, with your family or whatever, like, I don't know how you are. I don't like it when people have their phones up. This could be at a, a yeah. park. It could be a, somewhere in public. Yeah. I don't want to be filmed. Well, I don't want, well, you know, it's interesting. I don't want to be, but I don't care. But And what I mean by that is it's like, I I can't live my life. There's It's everywhere, right? Well, then that, that's the point. It's so like, like you finally have to video just surrender. Me in my office, right, people right. audio all my, I mean, but, I mean I, if we're going to pretend that that doesn't create some anxiety in people or whatever, and it's like, just put it down, like, let it go. Like what, what's the need yeah. to just be in the, in the moment? Totally. Just to, you know I, mean, I, mean? I mean, I think there's two separate conversations there, right? Okay. So for, for, for the one is just a preference. Like I don't like to be taped, right? But yeah. like when I'm in my office, there's people that like to tape my, my consultations with them, right? right they right. want to, you know, so right. they can remember what I said right. or things right. like that. And and healthcare has gotten so complicated, right? That I I just I've had to just like like kind of like in my in my mind, Jeff, I've had to just like relieve myself from yeah. that, like, yeah. or else I'll 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 be so like uh, not afraid, but I'll be I'll live in this like, oh, did I say it right? Yeah. Did I, you yeah. know? And I can't yeah. I can't live like that. Yeah, that's the yeah. point. Like, yeah. so I can't be like, oh, I'm not going there because they're going to be taking video, right? So yeah. it's kind of like you either hide forever. Yeah. Like in like some of my you know my friends that we've a lot of the guys we've had on the show Dell and RFK these guys uh-huh. that, uh, that are outspoken they'll always talk about like their greatest protection is to be outspoken okay when they try mm. to hide that's when they so like because you know people often talk like do you feel like you're safe do you feel like you're at risk they ask Bobby, Bobby yeah. a lot about this for yeah. the things he says you feel about being killed 
And he's made some interesting statements on that. He's like, hey, there's a lot worse things than dying, right? And what his point would be not living a lie, yeah. not speaking the truth, not doing what you're called right, to do. Right, so right, so right. As, certainly as believers, we should understand that to live as right. Christ, to die is gain. But if we're going to just live in this fear, self-protection, self-preservation, I'm scared. What are you going to do with that picture? Right, it's right. real, but, but like but, I can't really care. Now to the other side of it, yeah. to your point, just like, you know, we've all seen the pictures of like a, in a concert, you know, and everybody's videoing the concert, nobody's yeah. watching the yeah. concert. Yeah. So I think those that's another side of it. And to use that school example, I think these teachers are like, oh my gosh, my kids are looking at me again, maybe, or or I don't know. I've never been a teacher. Well, well there, I, even the question I was just asking you before about the being film thing is, yeah. is at least you're an adult and um, you, you have full understanding of you know, the things that are going out there. I was reading this article the other day. It was a, a former child star, you know, like okay. yet another, um, yeah, yeah. and it, it was, uh, you know, Disney channel or Nickelodeon. I can't okay, remember who yeah. it was. And she was talking about how, um, on this, uh, video set or whatever that she was doing, she had to, she had to have her first kiss on video. Mm. And I'm thinking it was one of those shows where like the boys were twin brothers or something like that. So she had to kiss each of them, yeah. right? Because it rotated out and they were using oh, them no. as different actors or something like that. And she said, you know, she talked about how, you know, there was a, once the contract was signed, like she was 10, 12 something years old and was being, you know, forced into this and everything, but really never got, you know, a lot of people kind of, well, you made all this money and I kind of, yeah, but you know what? Her parents signed the contract. Her parents were the ones that. Well, yeah, I mean, know, I think, I mean, yeah, I think this is nothing to do with being taped. This is some parent takes their kid to do that. Right, right. So like, I, I know it's a different kind of pressure, yeah. but but think about like all I, of that the That one moments. I have no sympathy for. Like you're well, you're going to go be no, a child I, actor and sign a contract and you're going to put yourself into that space. I like, no, yeah. I have sympathy for that because the parents are the ones that were the ones that made the decision. There is actually a lot of legislation out there that actually protects kids now that didn't in the past. I mean, there were kids that were like making their parents millions of money and it was all squandered. Yeah, by the parents I, that's, that's been dealt with. But, but that's uh, that part is is a different conversation. It, it, again, it is. Right? It is. Like it is. If you're gonna, and I and I and I, this is a, a probably a complicated conversation with caveats. Yeah. And so you know, regardless of child actors, which is not none of us, right? Right. You know, right. The basic kid, right? And I think, I mean, but if we really cared about, if we really care about this, I mean, and there's always the creepy people or whatever scenario, right? Ricky right, over right. there taping. But I mean, my neighborhood, I, I, which is just a normal neighborhood, has got cameras on every light post. Right. Yeah. Like, like yeah. You know, every grocery store, every everywhere. So like it's everywhere. That ship has sailed. Right. Like it it's has. an illusion. It's kind of like has. a person trying to avoid germs. Like if you're afraid of germs. Yeah. No little hand sanitizer. No. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. No. But, but there's still an expectation of those things that the purpose of those is not for someone else's entertainment value and consumption. And, ben, and, and But then and, we and, have to hide in our house. Right. Right. In full disclosure, I'm yeah. probably overthinking this because yeah. if you think about the mil probably the millions <laughs> of hours of video that's uploaded to social media every single day it's like it's gone you know mm. like once it's been watched why would they even care to watch that because now mm. there's a new dumpster fire to watch but going back to the school analogy what i'm saying with the kids is these kids are minors right in some cases they're elementary middle school or whatever and you know every kid out there is filming whatever and they might not care at that point but i what i'm proposing is we should care for them mm. they should have the right one day to decide hey do i want to have a public image out there or not, and I think that's one of the dangers of of having these these cameras everywhere. It's like there's there's no option. 
you don't get the option yeah, to whether I, or not I don't, to I don't, grow up. I don't and, disagree with you. you know I, I, mean? I just don't know how you how you stop. Oh, it, there's no way of stopping it. You know? But at least it's a beautiful thing. And by the way, so I'm reading I'm yeah. reading the article, and I'm floored. I'm like, if yeah. I've been living under a, a rock here, you know, like oh, this just is, a typical homeschool family. Uh, stop it. Stop. stop <laughs> yeah, pot calling the kettle black right there. But no, this is what DeSantis said. The governor DeSantis said um, this uh, this law. He said uh, uh, took effect in July. I guess seeks to prevent students from using cell phones and other wireless devices during instructional time. So they cannot be used during lessons except for expressly directed by a teacher. So I, it's not saying, I, there's another part to this I'll read in a second. Uh, well, let, I, I, I'll read this and I'm going to ask you a question because you may know part of this. He described this as a social media measure for the purpose of reigning in the use of technology in schools. And he said, being, quote from him, uh, from Governor DeSantis, being normal kids like kids were prior to social media, I love that little jab right there, is important. And I agree. Social media causes more problems than it solves, and I think it causes more harm than good. So let's have our education system be as much about traditional education as we can. So I love that. So what it doesn't say is, are they allowed to have them in school at all? Is it just in the classroom that they have to turn it off? Do they get to to turn these things back on at lunchtime or in between classes? Like, how does that work? You know, I don't know exactly. The way I feel like I heard it from the teachers was they they – I don't know. I mean, I feel like they they can't they can't have them, and I don't know, you know. So I don't really want to. I mean, you know, as a kid, I, don't up, really I, know I, I graduated over, in um, but, the, yeah. the end of the '90s or whatever, and you know, there were a few of us that had cell phones. Mm. And mind you, this is a really? different kind of cell phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a cell phone. I actually when? did. I did. Uh, probably '98, '99. Wow. And and beepers. You ever roller. Beeper? You ever no, beeper? No, well, no, no, no. I always joke. I was like, man, this is, and I tell my kids this. This is this is how how dumb your dad was. So please save your money because like. I had a cell phone that had probably 30 minutes a month at that point because that still was probably a higher end okay, plan, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Had to buy the brick of a phone. We used to call it the Zach Morris phone. There's a Save right, by the Bell. Right, right. So some right. of your 20 year olds are going Zach who? You know, like like I said, a band member. No, didn't they um, redo Save by the Bell? So isn't it? Didn't it have a remake? Or yeah, something? there was the okay. college years. Okay. Is one thing well, I think. I don't know. Uh, there's been other, but you know. Anyway, so it was the Zach Morris phone, and who was I gonna call? I was with mm. my friends all the time mm. anyway, and none of them had phones, so it was like just a useless piece of junk. But if, you know, if you had that out in class, teacher would take it away. And you were lucky if you got it back by the end of the day, maybe the end of the mm. week. And there's nothing you could do mm. about it, you mm. know, at that point. We weren't allowed to have that stuff, yeah. you know, at all. And so consequently, we had the attention of the teacher and we were engaged in class projects and and things like that. Like, we've just lost that. I don't yeah. care what you say. Like, the attention span is so much shorter. The potential for learning is so much shorter. And that's I, I, aside from all the other I, stuff that we just talked about. But to your point about this, this with Governor's bill, I don't want to say Governor's bill, whoever proposed it, but yeah. the fact, because I, I just found out about not too long ago, maybe a few weeks ago, just when school started, right? Teachers started telling me You know, me for that. all the crap that you send me through text, this would be one of those articles that yeah. I'd be like, but not crap, it's good stuff, but then come on. Yeah. You know, like I would have loved to have read that. Where have I been? I know. So the I've fact been that it kind of, two things, the fact that it kind of just happened and the fact that, you know, there wasn't apparently a ton of pushback. Apparently, I mean, yeah. it's interesting, yeah. right? It's almost like, and I might be overstating here, but it's almost like people innately were like, you know, what's wrong with that, right? So, what, so what's I, wrong with our kids being able to, you know, focus during class? Like, I don't think there's too many parents out there would be like, yeah, like, like I'm trying to think if I had like a, a here you go talk about cameras again. If I yeah. could have a camera of my kid in school, yeah. right, and and they're, um, you know, we're just laying there all so, period watching, you know, Marvel movie or something. I don't know, right? Like, yeah. I would be disappointed. Right. I would be like, that's not what we're doing here. Right. That's right. not good behavior. So I think right. any parent would go like, well, there's no reason for you to be on your phone in the middle of class. Agreed. So I think it's kind of interesting. But we've, but, but ironically, we just kind of 
let it happen, mm-hmm. uh, knowing or unknowingly, right? And this is a lot of things that happen, right? Like, well, the phone starts with, well, I want to be able to, if in case of emergency, mm-hmm. I want to be mm-hmm. able to, you mm-hmm. know, like my, my daughter's getting, you know, 16, so now it's cars. And so we're starting to talk about like cars. And I've said to my wife, I'm like, what happened to the old, like, you know, now I'm still stuck in like 1985, but I'm like, what happened to the old like thousand dollar beater car? Right. I'm like, you can't even find them if like, like literally like it's where's on the, the set of Wayne's world right now. Okay. It's <laughs> yeah. the old, it's the Vega or no Pinto. It's like, so, but my, my point was like, but, but see, even what's happened in our mind, right. Is yeah. something like this, like, well, like, I don't want the car to get broken down and I don't want the car to be I this know, and I don't I want know. the car to be this. And if they I don't know. have a phone, then why do they get a hold of us? Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, nobody cared about that 20 years, 30 years ago when I was driving. Ben, right? my mom used to give us a quarter. Okay. Right. Drop us off at the at the baseball fields. Big, huge park, by the way. I grew yeah. up in a city that had a massive sports complex okay. to their credit and everything. And she would say, yeah, you know, call me when practice is over. Well, guess what? Practice to be over, you know, the Parks and Rec guys would come around and turn off all the lights. I called my mom. My mom was notoriously late. I always joked she'd be late to her own funeral, which is a good thing now in retrospect. But, you know, it would be 45 minutes or we're standing around waiting in the dark. There's nobody there in a dark place. right? Yeah, and and we were fine. But see, we've, and we've lived, you know, and I've read this. Study, we think we have people on that. We've actually talked about this on the show. Yeah. You know, rel- whatever the right word is, relatively speaking, we're actually even safer now in those things there's mm-hmm. less child abduction there's mm-hmm. less mm-hmm. you know i think mm-hmm. i've talked about this on one episode yet we me me you i don't know you know like i have to resist kind of my natural instinct to be like but that would be bad right yeah. my son's a yeah. big skateboarding guy right now and so he likes to go out now it's getting shorter nights and it's getting darker earlier and mm-hmm. so there's less time for him to go out after dinner and so you know he's coming home and it's dark and you get those little like oh man right and i just have to remind myself that that's that that's okay you know and you might be listening to this and you might be like oh man i don't my kids you know we love it when they run wild and some are really like hey locked down and you know you can't be home i don't know but like you said but what what is it that changed jeff where maybe you grew up that way but now you think about that doing that for your own kids and you might be like well no i would never do that i don't know because i think statistically speaking you're you're right in saying that it's more safe but i think for most of us our perception is that it's not but that's the problem right so, but you we know? don't challenge that perception and we just go, oh, well, but, but I, I, I would, I guess I would want to challenge the perception and have some real hard data. So this is what I'm thinking. Like, yeah. I'll give you an example. Okay. So, you know, I have daughters, you have a daughter, right? Like if our, and, and they hang out all the time. I mean, I feel yeah. like half, half the one time a month or whatever, somebody's going to be staying the night at somebody's right. house and whatever. So imagine, imagine, you know, your daughter's over at our place or whatever. And our, our two girls and your daughter, you know, say, Hey, can we, can we go for a walk down the street or something like that? It's eight thirty at night, ten o'clock at night, or something like that. I'm, I, you know, I'm probably going to be texting you. Are you okay with this? And, yeah. and kind of thing. And there's a part of me going, it's probably totally fine. But there's also sickos out there that would abduct these girls and throw them into a right. car well, because that's sickos, happened, right? There was Maybe I watched too many thir- Liam Neeson movies. Sickos, I don't know. You know, there, like there was whatever. sickos thirty years ago. Right. Right. And they right. did the same thing. Agree. You know. Agreed. So. And and argue and apparently arguably it's it's from the studies I've seen. Yeah, the one I yeah. referenced in a book I had read recently was literally talking about this. It was that book I read about the microbe book, the microbial planet, and he that was the story I told about his 
his wife or whatever, had, or his mother-in-law had left the son in the car. Uh, he was napping, oh, yeah. you know, and it was nice, and the car's running in the driveway, and, you know, yeah. any parent probably can relate to this to some degree. Now, here's the point. Some parent listen to this and go, oh, my gosh, I can't believe they did that. I would never do that. And there's another parent that would be like, hey, dude, whatever, chill out. Like, each, you know, to each their own <laughs> that. But, like, but, yeah. but, but you have to ask yourself why you're freaked out about that. If you're freaked out because you think somebody's going to kidnap your baby in the car yeah. in your driveway, yeah. you might need to check your fear. Yeah. Because you might be living in a loony land of like, oh my gosh, everybody everywhere is just walking around trying to kidnap my kid. Yeah. Okay. Now, is there real stuff? This is what the, mm-hmm. the dichotomy here. Mm-hmm. But we've gone, like I think he references in that book, we've called this safety culture. And this actually leads into another article that you sent me, Jeff, which is which is this. And maybe this is how I'll propose it. Just because, and this is, gosh, this is kind of a broad statement for even our show. Mm-hmm. Just because we can do something doesn't mean that we should. Okay, so technologically speaking, uh, with like healthcare, right? Just because we mm-hmm. can, I don't know, uh, you know, do an abortion, okay, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that we mm-hmm. that we necessarily should. Just because we can do mm-hmm. them safer now doesn't mean that we should. Just because mm-hmm. we have the technology to 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 clone, or yeah, something, I was say to, clone, you know, things. like yeah, that doesn't mean sure. that doesn't mean that we should. Just because yeah. we have. Uh, you know, cell phones now doesn't mean we need all the time, every time, look everything up, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. when it's like when we were kids with the calculator, right? Yeah. Your parents, matter of fact, yesterday Jack was doing math, or the other day Jack was doing math, and and Meg was trying to teach him something, and he's he's you know on the phone doing the calculator, right? You know, nice. kind of thing. And he he's she's like trying to explain something to him. He's like, just a second, I'm figuring it out. Well, I'm behind him, like so I can see you know him doing it, and he's doing it. But mm-hmm. he's you know, and then I the ring into my head. My dad, you know, back in the day, you got to be able to do it without a calculator, right? And you're like, why would I do that, right? Why would I bother? Now, as this you know, 45 year old guy, now I can sit there and go, well, now I understand, right? Yeah. Why you'd want to yeah. do that? So. Yeah. It goes both ways. Just because we can use a calculator as an old school example, uh-huh. or just because we can have cell phones or tracking devices or, you know, they, I, like that doesn't, that doesn't mean that absolutely without a doubt that that's better. So are you suggesting that just because my TI-83 graphing calculator was capable of running Snake that I shouldn't have reached out to the nerdy kid in the class that knew how to, to program it to be able to do that? Is yeah, that well, I don't telling even me? know what you're talking about. But Listen, yes. I promise you there's some people on this podcast right now that are yeah. hearing that and you're going, yep, yep, that's a, that's a shout out. That was the original Nokia what, Snake game. What I knew, okay. <laughs> what I knew is that there was a notes kind of section on my TI-83 okay. that I could put down some formulas oh, to help me with my math problems. There Ah, there I go confessing. Maybe statute of limitations is, is out. But but pull this man's degree. Pull well, this degree. high school at least, if that matters. Well, you know what are you do? But uh, but but I, I my point is we have to ask ourselves. You know, I, I, I mean, literally this is like a daily conversation in our house, right? So there was an event this weekend um, mm-hmm. using our example with our daughters, right? Yep. And there was this kind of thing that sprung up, and we're like, hey, and we weren't super comfortable. With it, and we're me and Maker talking through it. It happened to involve your family, meaning because they were with you guys, yep, so you were yep, going. And so yep. it's like, well, hey, well, Shannon will be there, and you know, right? And yep. so it's fine. And, yeah. But you have that little thing, and, and we have to play that game in our head. And I'm here's tired how tired of being your fall guy. And here's right, how I'm it, just tell it, you here's right how now. it kind of goes, Jeff. Right? Like yeah. it's it's some sentence like this, and and here's how I'd say it. But again, this is right into healthcare. I'd never forgive myself if something happened. <laughs> right? That statement. Okay. Yes. But what if? Yes. So you know, my daughter's gonna be. She's 16 now. Hers. I don't know how it works. She's eclipsed the year of her permit, so now she can have a car, yeah. you know, where she can drive alone and that kind yeah. of stuff, right? Yeah. So, so now, mind you, I'm from South Dakota. You can drive when you're 14. So, yeah. like, my friend yeah. of reference is like, dude, sit on a phone book and get in the car and go to the races. Mm-hmm. So, so that the so statement is, and I just I'm saying this last night, even to my with my son, 
which is like, yeah, of course. I, I, I mean, I, is it possible that Grace could go out on her first ride and 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 get killed? Mm. Yes, mm. of course it's possible. Yeah, it, it happened to me today. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that doesn't. But so my own fear and my own. Now she's taking drivers and and we go driving with her and we teach her the rules. And we do, but at some point she's going to have to drive. Mm-hmm. So and and if something happened, God forbid, would I would I say, oh my gosh, I'm never going to forgive myself? Well, I don't know. I hope not. Because what's the other option? Mm. What's the other option, right? So this isn't an excuse to just be willy nilly. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But it's also not a justification for just cloistering them, right? You know. Mm-hmm. Now I'm mm-hmm. sure. Now each person has to find out their balance. Mm-hmm. But I would just ask yourself, like, what is that fear? So like when we used to um, people. So for example, me and chiropractic. Sometimes people are like, hey. You know, is chiropractic dangerous? And I say, well, I think I know what you mean. You know, right? Is can it hurt me? Can mm-hmm. I stroke? Can mm-hmm. I do this? And I say, it was f- the statistics, the medical s- research on this. Mm-hmm. It was far more dangerous for you driving over here mm. than it is once you're in office, mm-hmm. right? To receive mm-hmm. an adjustment. Now, with all the protocols that we follow and X-rays and scans, I mean, it's even safer, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, instruments that I use for adjusting. But my point in that is just we get outside of it. We make these statements that sound reasonable, like, mm-hmm. oh, I never mm-hmm. forgive myself. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm going to have tracking devices on you. I'm mm-hmm. going to be calling you every two mm-hmm. seconds. I'm going to mm-hmm. do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I think like that's a safety culture, which mm-hmm. actually creates mm-hmm. more fear, mm-hmm. creates more problems, and could even mess them up, could give my kids anxiety, mm-hmm. and I project all that worry onto them, mm-hmm. acting like it's me being a better X, Y, you know, dad or mom or whatever the scenario is. I mean, that's where I'm at with it. Well, and I probably, you know, we blame the the news and the media a lot for for this, and sometimes rightfully so, and sometimes not. But right. I'm thinking of some of the stories. You think about that that girl that I think was running in Iowa, college student that was abducted and killed. You think of the, the Gabby sure. Petito story it's and things like forever, that. Yeah. Right, it has happened forever. Here's the difference, though. Yeah. Again, we're getting this stuff. It's not even that we might see it on the nightly news. If you watch that kind of thing, you're getting. Yeah text from your friends you're right. getting tweets you're getting yeah. whatever you're into it's right. it's a barrage and you're not even just getting like the one report of it right. which may go on for a day or two or something like that you know with an update later you're getting like boom this right. is right but as the adult Right. right, we look at it because you don't believe everything else you see. You know, when you see something come across about the Fed or right, money right, or savings, right. you go, "Well, right. that's probably BS." Not BS; those are real stories you're talking about, right? You know, right. but like it can, it, you got to be careful because it influences you. Now you're stuck in fear, and you're like, "Heck, no, you're not going on a walk." Well, that's the point. Night. You, you got to be, you got to be careful about what you're allowing into your brain too. Yeah. And that's the, and once again, that's where I go. I love what the governor, or like yeah. you said, whoever passed that bill, because man, even if it's just for seven hours in a day. We're getting some kids off of these things. Right. We all would do well to this. We know that the rising rates of of mental health issues, yeah. of um, the anxiety, use of anxiety drugs and things yeah. like that, is it's just skyrocketing yeah. right now. And it's because we're we're running at a pace that's so darn fast that well, we were not you, meant you know, to live in, and we're inundated with stuff that just keeps us in fight or flight. Man. Well, and think about. And I was listening to something today. I don't remember, but it, the the guy was talking about. And I'm just saying this to myself right now. Yeah, like. You know, it's easy to blame social media and then bl- quote kind of blame our kids. I remember, I think it was a, I think it was a, it was a coach. It was like Auburn football coach or Clemson football coach. I don't remember. Somebody was interviewing him and they're like, mm-hmm. basically it was about like millennials, right? So he's like, what do you think about all these millennials? It was a classic, you know, all these millennials and they're all entitled and all this kind of stuff. And the guy was, mm-hmm. you know, he's just a straight shooter. He's like, I mean, I, I mean, who raised him? <laughs> Right? Like, it just takes the win. It's easy to blame, right? Yeah. So here I think about, I'm listening to what you're saying, and I'm thinking, you know, we talk about our kids with anxiety and depression or all these different things, and, and so and I'm like, well, they're my kids. 
So what part of that am I playing into their life? Yeah. If every time they're going to go out, I'm like, dot, 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 you know, mm-hmm. the old, you know, culture, you know, helmet, you know, helmet culture, yeah. you know, yeah. you don't even walk out your door without helmet glasses, sunscreen, you know, whatever, pale yeah. fill in yeah. your blank. Yeah. Like, like, what do you, th- what do you think that would cause the kid? Mm. Well, this isn't a safe, like, I, whoa. Yeah. Now, we might yeah. be 40 years old and go, hey, well, no, it's just kind of, hey, extra precaution. We got it. It's like my dad used to throw in my trunk a little, you know, safety kit or I don't, candles or I don't remember what, right? Yeah. Never used it. Probably didn't know it was even in there. And if it was, I don't even know what I would have done with it, but it made him <laughs> feel a little bit better. But it wasn't, right? But we, so we, what about this proposal? What yeah. about we're the ones stressing them out? What about if we're yeah. the ones that are putting so much dang yeah. fear in them, yeah. and we're doing it out of the guise of safety, yeah. but actually we're just freaking them out? Well, I have a thought on this. Yeah. Okay, there's a solution, I think. Okay, yeah. so let's let's banter on this. And by the way, it's probably worth mentioning for for a listener that's on here who maybe heard, you know, like, wow, they're just freestyling today. It's just the two of them. They don't have a guest. Like, that's kind of how all this started. Yeah, we would yeah. have these conversations over dinner. Our families yeah. would get together and we'd just talk. And finally, one day I just come to you and be like, hey, we should probably do a podcast. <laughs> this, yeah. you know, like, end of story. And here we are, you know, yeah. how many years later. Yeah. So these are the kinds of conversations that I think we're able to have, which are beautiful. So so here's my thought. You're right about, you know, we. I, I think there's one of two ways that we can have those conversations with our kids. Okay. So, for example, like the social media piece to the Auburn coach. So, it was like Clemson or all Who, whatever. I think you that know. orange Syracuse. I don't remember. You realize somebody some sent people, me you that just clip. offended like three different <laughs> fan bases tried that to are go. like <laughs> maybe University you know. of Florida, Florida State, yeah, South yeah. Dakota. And I dare you to say, yeah, I just I support them all. That'll like make them all even more. They're my, are all my favorites. <laughs> I actually don't really watch any of it. Sorry. Uh, I I think there's when we have the conversation and it's fear based. Mm-hmm. You're to your point. I think you're 100 percent correct that you know. Yeah, we're going to leave them. We're, we're, we're actually creating. We're adding to the anxiety. Yeah. I think there's a way of having these conversations that are more more vision-based. So like in marriage work and in family work, for example. Well, you know, okay, but will you just pause there? Yeah. Because I, I want you I want you to finish. But, but like mm-hmm. let's stay on the example of the kids, mm-hmm. okay? Because I, I want to stay there because I think this one is relevant for us, relevant for me. Okay. Um, and I'll, I'll start it like this and then okay. tell me the better way. Go. So when I was a kid, that is when there was a boy named Jacob Wetterling that got abducted. So okay. that was in my neck of the woods. Yeah. Yeah. Happened to be very much my age. Yeah. Okay. So he was this little kid, looked like me, you know, yeah. relatively yeah. speaking. Yeah. About my age, you know, out riding bikes with his buddies or whatever it was, mm-hmm. country road. Nobody knows what happens to him. I think it's still considered an unsolved mystery, if I remember right. Mm. Possibly. And my mom probably well-intentioned, right? I remember her sitting me down and saying, Ben, they want this. this is how I remember the conversation. They're after boys your age. Okay. They want, they, you know, they can kidnap you like this. You can be even be out with your buddies mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. can be together, but if they still want to get you, mm-hmm. they're going to get you. And Jeff, when I tell you that it affected me deeply, I will tell you that it affected me deeply. Okay. Uh, when my parents, I was a latchkey kid. Um, I was a fireman, so we worked overnights. My mom worked. Yeah. It was just what it was. I had yeah. other siblings, so we were just a busy family. Um, There's a lot of nights I was just home alone. And I mean, I, it was weird. I've never probably said this publicly, but like if I was home alone and, that, and this, I'm 12, 13, yeah. I would hide in my closet, yeah. like buried in clothes until yeah. somebody came home because yeah. I was afraid I was going to get kidnapped. Yeah. Now, was my mom trying to freak me out? No. But, mm. but, but so I, some of these things, no matter how you say it mm-hmm. is my premise, yeah. No matter how you say it, mm-hmm. just for their benefit, just to protect them, just so they're aware, yeah. just so they know, just to prepare them, is likely 
possibly still going to scare the crap out of them that gives them anxiety, even though right, that quote wasn't right. my intention. Right, right. So to that, how would you, what's the alternative to that from so, your perspective? So to me, there's a couple different categories. Okay. And this is just, I'm just thinking out loud yeah. here. I don't know the answer on this one, but like there's a couple different categories. That category is, is an entirely different one. It's funny. You mentioned the name, yeah. like you knew the name Jacob, yeah, yeah. whatever. Like there was a girl that in where I grew up, you know, somewhere in that area too. But isn't same, it funny? You don't know Jacob. No, right? no, which is in my world, right? To your point earlier about how you see everything now. Yeah, yeah. So, and then I will have no idea probably who you're yeah. talking about. The, the name that I remember was Stacy, and I think the last name was Jazvac. I, I think that was the name, and I was probably eight or nine years okay. old when that one happened, or whatever. And it was an, like an abduction in a van, or whatever. Like no, yeah, the classic. That, that's yeah, a, that's yeah. a different to me. That's a different category because, and 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 I, I want to get some banter. Let, let me let me go back to the. Let's go on the social media part first, okay. and then we'll go to the more extreme. Okay, because I think you have to separate the two. So the social media one, for example, like I don't want to just sit down with my kids and give them a categorical no. I'm not afraid to say no. Okay, I don't want to give them just a categorical no. And well, social media is evil and all this kind of thing. What I would say to them is, here, here's what we want to value. This is there's something beautiful in the art of of conversation. Like just like if you were to ask somebody, when was the last time you just sat down mm. with a friend, a neighbor, whoever, and you got lost in conversation to the point like three hours passed mm. and you go, yeah. wow, look at that. Right. right. No interruptions from phone, no whatever. And most people are gonna be like, uh, right. They have no answer mm. on that kind of thing. What I believe is that, is that relationships are the, uh, healthy relationships are by nature inefficient. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Everything in social media is about efficiency. Everything about texting and devices is about efficiency. We can communicate with more people, whatever, right, right, and manage right. more relationships. So, so we're mile wide and an inch deep. So, I would want to sit down with my with my kids and say, and and part of this is you just can't have this conversation. You have to be modeling this too. Right. So, Shannon, my wife, always says, you know, we win our kids' hearts on the floor of their bedroom at the end of the night, mm. right? It's talking, it's playing games, it's it's right. the bedtime routine or whatever, that kind of thing. And I'm fully in agreement with that. And sometimes it takes time. And sometimes, yeah. you know, when the boys come to us and they're like, hey, can you tuck us in and that kind of thing, like there's gonna come a day they're not gonna ask for that, right? right, right? right. And so so even if it's like, oh man, but we gotta do the dishes and I've got, the, I've got to send some emails and I gotta do whatever, right. I need to stop and I need to model that, which gives me the credibility to then say to them as we teach them about this stuff, this is why we're doing this. Right. Because I want my kids to grow up and to go, wow, that's weird. Like, And they do. I've, I've seen this effect or they're on playgrounds or whatever sometimes. And they're like, yeah, like none of the kids talk. They just sit on the mm -hmm. swing and text. Like, I want my kids to look at that and go, that's weird. Right. Right. That doesn't make sense. Right. right. So that's one category. Okay. So to me, it's a vision conversation saying it's not about so much what you're saying no to. What are you running towards instead? Like, Got it. You know what okay, I mean? I'm now, tracking. on the fear one, yeah. uh, the one that's over, or, I mean, they're both fear. But on the one that's this, other thing, I don't know the answer because I do think there's a healthy level of you know, we've got to teach our kids, man, there are some bad people in the world. Yeah. Always okay, have let's, been. Always have been. And let's not pretend otherwise. Um, I mean, I don't want them like literally hiding, buried in their clothes yeah. in a closet or whatever. So to me, that might have gone to some kind of extreme. Or maybe you were just that kid that was a little bit more sensitive to that conversation. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. But to me, I don't think that we can just sit there and not have the conversation at yeah, all. Yeah, and I don't think I'm proposing right? not. I think actually, I guess here's I, here's how I would probably say it. Okay. What I have to to I think your word. What I have to try to model is is in this fear world that it seems like so many people are living in because of all the stuff, right? Yeah. Like all the stuff we're talking about. Um, you know, it's even like. You know, there just was only there was only like a handful of things I feel like when we were kids to be afraid of, right? It was like 
um, you know, kidnapping, I guess. And then I don't even remember what else. I don't know what else. Do you remember anything? I, I remember when I was a, when I was in preschool, like fit, five years old or something okay. like that, there was a kid. Um, and I still I remember his name too, Seth Adams, because he, he I wasn't as close with him, but um, he and I had a mutual close friend. He was riding his bike one okay. day, and this is the weirdest thing, man. It was like it was like a day that we were supposed to have like a um, like a play or something we were doing. I think it was like end of the year, and it was supposed to be like parents okay. showed up at the night, and he didn't show up that night, and he was hit by a car, okay. and uh, um, he lived. Okay. But had some serious, like, okay. I think some mental issues thereafter. That, we, I never that, saw him did again. Did that mess you up? Totally messed me up. In what regard? Totally messed me up. Because. Like, you were afraid it was, you were going to hit by a, a I mean, it didn't stop me riding, you know, bikes or whatever. But, you know, the weird thing was, is uh. I think I had more fear thereafter for my older brother being hit or so, mm. or a friend or whatever mm. than I did for my myself, mm. I guess. Mm. I, I don't know, you know, kind of thing. But yeah, it, interesting. It created some kind of fear. I mean, okay. it was weird, and it was a life-changing incident because now, you, I mean, think about it. You're five years old. This is a friend. It, again, not a terribly close friend, yeah. but probably could have been, yeah. you know, at some point. This is a friend, and literally, I don't think I ever saw him again. Yeah, well, so it's interesting. So I'm just because I'm I mean, just trying to mess a kid up. Yeah, well, I, well, maybe. It messed it messed you up. Here's the point I think we're talking about, right? Like, yeah. like you said, some kids are more sensitive to it. Like that conversation with my mom messed me up. Mm -hmm. But then I have had what you just described happen in other areas. Okay. And it didn't, that one didn't mess me up. Interesting. So it's like, yeah, right? So it's not like it's some rule, right? Like if right. that happens. And I never you... hid in the clothes closet or whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, which, and I'm not, I'm not mocking that, by the way. Like I really do. I feel for you. I have this image. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's poor Ben, you know. Hi, well, hiding it's, it's, it's more embarrassing to hi, say hiding it over. in between his bugle boy, you know. <laughs> It's more <laughs> embarrassing to to admit it over the air, but what what I think I but, but everyone listening has a story like that. I guarantee you, there's a story that they connect with. So and what I'm they have a name. So you know? what I'm wondering, and I think maybe you you hit it hit it on the head, which mm. is okay. However, even though I had that fear, yeah. and here's maybe a, a, a delineator, Jeff, that I think could be helpful. I don't know. I'm just thinking about my own family. Um, but thankfully, I had some strong, I'm going to just, in my case, I'm going to say I had some strong men in my life mm. that modeled bravery, courage, yeah. fearlessness. Yeah. So when they found me hiding in my closet or if I fell mm -hmm. asleep there and they came home and they couldn't find me and they're yelling for me and mm -hmm. I wake up and they're mm -hmm. like, what the heck are you doing in here? Mm -hmm. They didn't say, they didn't coddle me. Mm -hmm. They said, buddy, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Nobody's going to come in the house and steal you. Right. Okay. Right. right. Or I had a, I, you know, I remember, you know, we all had this problem, like when I was a little and I was afraid. I remember one time I thought there was a lion in my closet. This Apparently my closets were quite traumatic. I mean, right? again, just, is this, this account? Am I paying you for this show? This is South Dakota, man. I'm going, it's probably not impossible. Mountain uh, lion or something. Um, so the, um, they, they said, um, I remember, so my dad, I remember, you know, crying for my dad. I don't know how old I was. I was yeah. little, but he came in and, you know, I just remember he's like, Hey, you know, flips the lights on, opens up the door. I'm literally like, he's going to get eaten by the lion. I mean, this guy <laughs> clearly going in unprepared should get like a knife or something. And he's like, hey, uh, yeah, no, you know, I remember, I still remember. I, he's, I was like, he's like, no, nope, there's nothing in here. I'm like, did you look like down below? Like I double check. And he's like, no. And I just remember thinking like, man, I remember thinking I want to be like that someday. Yeah. I want to yeah. be brave like that. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be not afraid of the dark. I want to not be afraid of every car that drives by is going to be, is going to kidnap me. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be fearless in that regard. Now, 
I'm 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 not I'm not perfect, but I would say that that isn't so. So we'll here maybe I'd say it like this, Jeff. We'll spend so much time trying to make sure we. Oh my gosh! I'm of all the possible mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. to be afraid of, mm-hmm. but are we spending equal time on bravery and courage and fearlessness mm. and going for it, or are we over going? It's just like some people are so afraid of germs. Yeah, we haven't because yeah. they don't never been told that they have a powerfully strong immune system. Yeah. So yeah. are there germs? Sure. Is that how you're going to go after this thing? No, that's not how it's going right, to work. Right. So it's going to want to talk about germs the rest of your life. You don't want to talk about resiliency. So thankfully, as I'm just reflecting on my own life, I had models in front of me to some degree that were like, hey, but you still got to live. You still got to go right, for it. Right. Suck it up, buttercup. Go right. out and live. Mm-hmm. Or you can just walk or be a little scaredy cat your whole life because something bad might happen. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as I'm thinking about this, to your point, or not maybe not to your point, but to what you were saying, mm-hmm. I think what what the modeling that I get, am I getting the other side of the model? modeling as well. If I'm mm. just getting the fear, if I'm just getting the one in the millions, mm-hmm. if I'm just getting the bad news, like you said, if I'm just getting the the, the roll all day on my thing of what bad thing happened to somebody, mm-hmm. then I'm going to mm-hmm. probably live in fear. Yeah. If I'm getting it at least countered or, or certainly I would say even hopefully ideally just reality would be nice, right? Mm. Which is mm. what are the chances of you getting kidnapped? 0. 0.000000. Mm. So you're not afraid of COVID. Yeah. You don't wear a mask. You're not getting a jab, but you're going to lose sleep all night long without your kid. And I'm not being cavalier about that. And for those of you that might be listeners that have had horrendous experiences and things like that, I'm not making light of that. But but also, you know, it's like, um, and again, whether this is a good example or not, I remember when, you know, the thing happened with, with George Bush and, or not, with, you know, 9-11, right? I just, I don't know, I have some vision of him standing on the rubble or standing in front of the rubble and saying something like, we're not going to let this stop us from living, Right. We've got to go. We've got to go back to, we got to, we got to live. We're not going to let their fear, right, of this stop us from living. I mean, there's people afraid to fly after that, right? There's some people that were afraid to do all sorts of things, right? And, and so they got, and understand, I get it. It was real. It's, it's, it's heartbreaking. Okay. Right. But we have, we have to counter that with, with reality or, or with faith or with fearlessness to some degree. We just got a few minutes left. I mean, what are your thoughts? Well, I, here's what I know, and I, I think this would be an interesting. It just creates another problem, but maybe it's a, a topic that we can tackle at some point as a maybe as a follow up on on something like this. But Ben, there is. Um, I say this anecdotally, but it, yeah. just because I haven't had a chance to actually um, research it. Yeah. But anecdotally, um, and I know there have been studies on military. I just don't know about police and first responders. So I'm projecting into this somewhere. But but anecdotally, because I know a lot of these guys. There are a tremendous amount of people that grow up to do jobs like that where they are the defenders for the defenseless who had childhood trauma, abuse, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And out of a um, a really, I would say, a noble desire and calling to protect somebody when they were not protected, they grow into this. So they become brave, you know, in in that sense. They kind of they kind of take that to your, you know, to your point. I don't know if that's a personality thing. I Mm. don't know if it's a what, but, you know. I, I hear you say you're right to say that, yeah, point zero 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 get abducted or whatever. But there is a significantly higher percentage that do experience things right inside the home. And for many sure. kids, that's more dangerous than any yeah. stat of anything outside. But, the but home. that's not what we're talking about. Agreed. today, Right. So because to just stay on track with this and for right. those that that is the case, I don't know how to be helpful. What I'm talking about is us as parents and how we are speaking into our kids, assuming we're not abusing them and yeah, assuming yeah. we're not putting them in those horrible well, traumatic environments. I think it just emphasizes how much more than that we need to create by by our love, not through fear, yeah. but through love, through intentional parenting, for um, you know teaching virtues and things like that. I that we need fi- to create that environment. For I those almost kids. find like I have to take the I almost have to take the approach because there's almost so much natural fear instilled by the world. Oh gosh, that my job is almost more. 
to speak yeah, to counterbalance coward courage yeah. into them, yeah. to speak yeah. bravery into them, to yeah. say, you can do it. It's like, I'm almost more leaning, not perfectly on this, but I mean, almost lean more like, you've got to go experience things. You've got to go out and 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 get have adventures, and mm-hmm. you've got to go out and, and be mm-hmm. in, in, in scary, air quote, situations, uncomfortable situations might be better. That's how you become... A, a, an adult. That's how you become a man or a woman. Yeah, yeah. That's how you are able to handle things. If yeah. you're just so scared and you're hiding under the metaphorical closet like I was, you know, then, then you know, and for me, now as I look back, for me, probably my one of my breakthroughs was actually when I started boxing. It just was like, it was, it just, it helped me fight back metaphorically. Mm-hmm. It helped me, mm-hmm. it helped me, you know, defend myself mentally. It helped me realize I wasn't a victim. It helped me do hard and scary things and, yeah. and, and yeah. I had success in it. So it built confidence. You know, I don't, if that was it, I don't know. But because, you know, I was this scared little kid, mm, you know, and mm, so it's like, mm. but, but like, I think about with my kiddos or so if you're listening to this, maybe as, as a, as a mom or a dad, it's like, you know, are you, and again, I'm not giving necessarily parenting advice. I'm asking myself the same question. Hmm. Am I raising courageous kids or am I raising scared kids and fearful kids? Yeah, and they're afraid yeah. of every neighbor yeah. and they're afraid of every, you know, person at the grocery store and everybody when they go to the parking lot. And I'm not talking about not being aware but I'm also like at some point you got to just look at your life, yeah, you know, yeah. and say I've they haven't got me yet. Yeah, I, there's also a fear of the unknown too, and I think sure. part of what we do, and maybe this is maybe part of what's to blame on this is just population density. Like we're living in places that are in a lot more close quarters with a lot more people, but it, when it wasn't so much like that, people knew their neighbors. But this is also a danger to me of all of these distractions called cell phone screen, you know, whatever is. We are staying indoors more. We are doing, we're not interacting with people. And I feel like some of the safety is created by just knowing your neighbors because why? Like we're on, you know, we draw conclusions and assumptions about things that we don't know. And then we tear down the walls by getting to know people and stuff like that. So like part of this is like that onus is on us and we, we have to get to know the world that we live in as well and not just fear it when, when maybe the fear is rational, but probably 10 times to one, if not more. The fears are irrational and they're just the unknown and that's it. Yeah. I mean, we live in, yeah, we live in Florida. Like, like the chances of me getting eaten by a shark are zero. Okay. Um, shark bite capital of yeah, but, the world. But, but, no, but Jeff, but that's the, that's, there's the problem. How many people yeah. go into the ocean in the Florida every year? Yeah, I'm and how many that. get eaten by sharks? So I want to know something. All right, so can I take you up north of town here to Lake Jessup, and we're going to go for a swim across the lake? You're going to be good with that one. It's, not, it's, <laughs> it's not idea, but but it's a very real point. Right? How many millions, probably tens of millions of people, get in the ocean in Florida every year? Millions. And how many get eaten by sharks? I mean, define eaten, bitten or eaten. I mean, not bitten. many, regardless. But you know, I don't, yeah, I don't think you're having Jaws type great white shark experiences. Point zero but, yeah. zero zero something. Right. 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 But we will live in such fear of it. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah. So do we talk to our kids like, hey, listen, dude? Or do we go, hey, they could get eaten. They're gonna but t- what do you teach your kids about swimming in a lake in Florida? I didn't grow up with gators. <laughs> right. So, but, the, but, but, but it's Calling the same, you out, Rolf, no, but it's the on. same, it's the same game. It's the same point. All right. Listen right? to the YouTube, to the uh, listeners here. We're going to start Ben's YouTube channel and very first video of you or uh, TikTok or whatever yeah. is going to be, we're going to have you go swim. We're going to have you swim across the lake. And yeah. if you make it, then we'll have a channel. If not, it'll be a, it'll when be a I, one and done. When I, when before <laughs> I lived in Florida, I used to come down here for <laughs> these camps on a regular basis. Yeah. And, and I like, literally, I literally didn't know that there was alligators in lakes. And so we would be in the lakes all the time. I we, mean, we have a, a phrase for that kind of yeah, person. We go, yeah. hey, from around here. Well, no, right? it was a church camp. Like they had the big jumpers out there, but they, we were all in it together. Like there's church camps where you go in here in Florida and you go jump and stuff. I, I, I used to take kids to them. Yeah. And didn't even get eaten. Nope. So uh, this is my point. But we will we will operate in the fear side of it. Yeah. 
and we'll live and we'll do it under the guise of just trying to hey, just trying to be safe. Right. And again, we're using, I mean, these are, these are, these are, the reason I'm using these examples is because we have to get perspective, right? We have to get perspective or we'll operate out of fear. Same right. thing with COVID. Right. People think that they're all going to die of COVID. We're seeing a re, 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 resurgence of the fear coming in, right? And the propaganda. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you, I remember when they were asking people, do you know the chances of you dying from COVID if you get it? And people were answering 50%, 60%. Yeah. Yeah. The chances were point in, in many, I mean, it's 99% survival rate for certain categories, even better than that. Mm-hmm. So my point is that you've got to like, you've got to stay on guard because there is a fear porn propaganda system to try to get you to be afraid because when they can keep you in fear, they can control you. So you have to be pushing against that and asking yourself, what is the reality behind that? Is that enough of a reality for me to be actually living in fear? Or am I going to, you know, am I going to press in and, 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 and live Right? Or am I going to hide out and for me, hide out my closet under my clothes so the boogeyman doesn't get me? <laughs> oh, man. Well, I hope the listeners can make sense of all of this, uh, this rambling. But, you know, in, in all seriousness, Ben, I mean, I believe these are the kinds of conversations either they are having or they want to have. And so sometimes it's kind of just good to do a. Uh, you know the metaphorical front porch with some uh, some lemonade, not not the six packs of the what what was he thinking we were drinking? The six, six packs, packs of, of whiskey. Yeah, there's no six packs of whiskey here, but uh, maybe maybe a. It's an meta- idea for somebody to start marketing. <laughs> I don't know. The, the design to heal whiskey line. There you go. All right. Well, to the listeners, as always, we thank you for your support. We will catch you next time on another episode of Design to Heal. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to support the show, give us a five star review and share it with your tribe. To learn more about Dr. Ben's work, visit AchieveWellness.clinic.